1: Welcome to this week's show, Baseball Family, where we're going to talk about the Shohei Otani sweepstakes, the Diamondbacks' new uniforms again, and the 2023 season wrap-up right now. Nine Plus Us presents the Baseball Together podcast with your hosts, Black Jack Brad and Kansas City Little Big Briggy Blue Eyes. And now, Baseball Together. Baseball family, welcome back to this week's episode of the Baseball Together podcast. I'm Brig, and as per the mostest usage, I got the Brad Master here with me. How are you, Brad?
0: I'm doing well. Enjoying cooler weather in Phoenix. Very much so.
1: <laughs> it is so an autumnal. Much. It is an autumnal
0: 90 in Phoenix right now. <laughs> <laughs> Even better, it is an autumnal 80, Brig. <laughs> oh. Well, in that case, the
1: cactus leaves are changing color, and that's right. <laughs> the cracks in the sand are a different shade of just ugly. All right, right, here we go. You're not wrong there at <laughs> different all. Different shade of death. <laughs> Baseball family, we hope you're enjoying this uh, and getting ready to celebrate. However, you celebrate this week, because a bunch of the kids aren't going to be in school, especially if you're in the United States of the Americas. But We don't care how you celebrate. We're just glad you're here with us. All right, let's talk about baseball betting because sports betting is rapidly rising in popularity and we want to connect you with all of the opportunities to get started or get ahead and here's the best one. Basically, having multiple sportsbook accounts is the simplest way to maximize your profits and there has never been a better time to sign up. So when you visit our page, which is signupexpert.com slash baseball, You'll be connected to all of the sports books in your region, along with a review of each platform and that platform's unique benefits. All of these sports books have valuable signup offers all the time for new users. And when you register through Baseball Together's link, you'll automatically receive the top offer for new signups at each one. When you use multiple sports books, and this we can attest to personally, when you use multiple sports books, you ensure that you can always access the best available odds, which is super key when doing sports betting, as I'm learning as a <laughs> novice sports better. <laughs> so if you want to take advantage of these benefits and support the show at the same time, then sign up for your next sports book at signupexpert.com slash baseball. That's signup slash baseball. As always, there's a link in the episode description. Now, Let's get into this current event situation here. With the first caveat being that it is a very light news cycle this week. Basically, what is happening is the free agency market is heating up, but not much has happened. Yeah, there have been some signings back and forth. Some things are happening uh, that are really sort of under the table feeling. It's like, all right, you can have this one. I'll take this one. All right, that's fine. But not
0: nothing big has happened. Would you say that's pretty accurate, Brad? I would say that's pretty accurate. And I think a big part of it is that I don't think the big fish are going to be reeled in until Otani, until the whale has landed. Yes.
1: People need to know what to do with that money. If you're going to allocate that much capital, you need to know how much you have left.
0: <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. And then, like... We'll get to it in a little bit, but it's like okay, we can either pay Otani this much, or we can bring in two, three guys for that much, right? Totally, right. And I think that yes. that's a big part of what's happening. And there are some teams like the Phillies, for instance, who yeah. have not put themselves in the Otani sweepstakes because, quite frankly, I think it would be a problem for them financially if they did. Yeah. <laughs> if they even said, "Look, how much money? How much more money we can spend?" and then they have players and other people being like, "Well, now hold on." and uh uh-huh. <laughs> I'd like to renegotiate if we don't land Otani. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I think you're right. Plus,
1: uh it, given the hopes and dreams that I've just put out into the universe many, many times, not just now but many times. I still want to see Mike Trout in Philly. So, if they're going to yeah. go out and grab anybody, that would be the one I want to see personally. Yeah. Yeah, that'd be And amazing. they did lock down Aaron Nola. So Mm -hmm. Philly has locked down Aaron Seven years, $172 That's a pretty good deal for them Mm -hmm. and him. I think everybody Mm -hmm. wins there. Uh, The Braves and Dodgers also made an offer, but they came in just under what he got from Philly. There may have been other teams involved, but nobody really cares because it's already done. Lance Lynn also signed with the Cardinals. Maybe, sort of, I don't know. Probably we (laughs) will know for sure by the time this episode drops tomorrow morning. We don't know. Looking like it'll be a one-year, $10 million deal. Might be $10 million, million. We don't know. <laughs> yeah.
0: Thank you, Bleacher Report.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, let's, let's talk about Shohei Otani, because we just have to. There's a couple of things that we're going to get to after, but let's just jump into Shohei Otani. So mm-hmm. Max Scherzer, this was interesting, and we're going to talk about Mad Max more, but Max Scherzer has been working to recruit Shohei Otani. This has kind of gone out widely. I think most people are aware of this, but he, the quote I thought was fascinating. He's telling Otani, and this was on an episode of Foul Territory that he appeared on, but the quote was, money is great, but winning is better. Now, Brad, I have two questions for you. The okay. first
0: is, do you think that's true? This is the thing. Uh, this is the thing about that, is that these guys make so much money that winning is, is better, right? Yeah. Like, I think it was Jose Ramirez a few years ago said, how much different is my life going to be if I make five million dollars, five more five million more dollars, right? Yeah, that's and right. Shohei Otani saying. is going to make so much money over the course of his career that it's yeah. not going to matter if he goes to a team that pays them a little less if he has World Series, plural, to go to his name and his legacy. Because he's not just chasing the best player in baseball. He's not chasing the t- that title against Mike Trout or Aaron Judge or anybody else, any of his peers. He's chasing the all-time legacy of the Babe. Yeah. Which, to, to me, he's already passed him in a lot of aspects because he's way more athletic. He's, he can do way more things than the Babe ever could, right? right. right. Different time, all that, everything, right? Different body types, yep. all that. But at the same time, though, one of the reasons that the Babe is considered to this day still one of the greatest players ever is because he won so much. Yeah, a lot. He won (laughs) so many World Series because his offensive output was so much greater than any other team in the league that they could win with just him. Shohei Otani does not live in a time when he can win by himself, as we've seen thus far. Right now, hold on. I don't think Babe Ruth could win by himself. I think he did, honestly. I know he had guys with him, but I think he very well could have at that time. I, I disagree, but that's okay. Go ahead. Well, so think about this though, Brick. He was hitting more home runs than team than teams were in seasons. Hundred percent right? agree. Yes, that's and and true. I feel like you get a guy who's that dominant offensively. Yeah, you can yeah. walk him, right? Yeah, but then at the same time though, like I don't know, he was coming around scoring runs, I guess. But I don't know. I I just I feel like in that day the talent disparity from the babe and the other guys, because you're he's playing against like woodworkers, right? A lot of these guys weren't playing baseball full time because they couldn't afford to. Some of them, yeah,
1: yeah. Early, you know, in, in earlier as yeah.
0: 1915. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, and that's you what get I'm saying. into you get into 23, 27. Then no, I don't think that's you get case. into the murderers row, and that just team that team just wasn't fair. That especially for the yeah. time. No, they, that I agree with. That's put that's putting MLB the show on dynasty mode and turning off your <laughs> salary cap and sal and trade restrictions. Been yeah. like yeah, yeah, I want yeah. Judge and Otani and uh, uh, a healthy Stanton and Julio Rodriguez and <laughs> Max Scherzer, oh, healthy Jake healthy Jacob Degrom. That's the Jacobi team Ellsbury I want with people. a pom pom, maybe two pom poms, <laughs> <laughs> towel waving on the end of the dugout. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. where you put Jacoby Ellsbury. <laughs> but that's what the murder—that's what the murderers' row team was, though, right? Yeah, it was a cheat oh, code for sure. for the time. Yeah, for sure. But I feel like I feel like when it comes down to it in the end, I think that a lot of people are still going to compare Otani his rings to the babe's rings because that's the only comparison you can really make in the end other than The fact that they did yeah. similar things and that yeah. the babe also started out pitching. Correct. Right. Yeah, he sure did. So, well, I think, anyway, I think it comes down to, he's going to try to find somewhere where he can win. Cause yeah, I think you he's answered, sick and tired of losing an Anaheim. No, doubt. I think that's what a lot answered, of this comes down to. You answered both of my questions. My first was,
1: is this true? My second was, how true is this for Otani? So thank you for that. All right. <laughs> Let's talk potential landing zones, landing spots for Shohei Otani. I've got some data here and we're going to go over it, but uh, I just took a sample from around the from around the horn, but I do want to know what you think on your own. And I want to know what you think of this list. Would you like to give me one versus the other sooner rather than later? Do you want to tell me your opinions before you see the data?
0: Well, first... I want to know what kind of data this is. Is this like Bleacher Report being like, this is where we think he's going to go, or the Bleacher Report like baseball journalist team has called around the league to executives and said, what are you hearing? Where do you think Otani's going to go? Well, he's certainly not going back to Anaheim, but the Dodgers are heavy favorites. Yeah, that's what we've been hearing for a while. Is there anything behind that? A lot of speculation, right? Like, Where's this information exactly. coming from? Who is exactly. coming up with this list? That's what I'm really curious about.
1: Well, and there's no way to know. So thank you for uh, taking <laughs> a shot at that. No. <laughs> I have, I have three journalist teams, <laughs> and I have brought together their ten potential trade or landing spots for Shohei Otani, and the disparity between them is actually really interesting. So it is. Uh, we're going to go through this. Uh, in a in an interesting way, and I'm going to go down the line. Number ten across all three, number nine across all three, number eight across all three. Okay. Okay. Um, according to Bleacher Report, the number ten spot is Anaheim. To stay with the Angels, CBS Sports uh, doesn't list the Angels anywhere on their list. Their number ten is Houston, and the DraftKings have the Braves, which don't feature on Bleacher Report's list but do on the CBS Sports list. Right off the bat I want to know how do you feel
0: about that number 10 slot? I think Bleacher Report is probably spot on that if there is going to be if there are going to be 10 teams in the running, Anaheim is going to be number 10. You think so? Yeah. yeah. That out of everybody, like they're in consideration just because he's familiar, but That's he's least I'm, likely yeah. to go there. I agree with that. Um, the Astros, I w- hadn't even considered putting them on the list. Same. Same thing with the Braves. Like, I get the Braves there. Th- I get it. Both teams are probably like, we didn't win the World Series, so we need to get better. How can we get better? We can add Otani. That's the fix-all solution for anybody in the playoffs this last year. What do we need right. to get better? We need to add Otani. Yeah. But the likelihood of that happening with either of those teams is like, they should not even be on the top 10 list. I That's agree. how exactly how I feel
1: and i feel like how do i say this? this this anything from like number 7 down you have to make an offer because you have to make an offer right yeah. you have to appease the fan base you have to appease the ownership group you have to appease the history books you have to you have to be able to turn to yourself in however many years and say hey we tried
0: you know well, not even am, not, and not even make an offer you've got to make a competitive offer
1: Right. That's why I think the Angels end up on a list like this. Houston, Atlanta. That's it, though. I don't think they belong anywhere on this list. Okay, we're going to jump up now because uh, we're going to go all the way to the front of the list. Uh, I'm going to just trash the idea I had earlier. The front of the list is, number one, Bleacher Report says LA, the Dodgers. Okay? CBS Sports says the Dodgers. DraftKings Network comes in and says Baltimore Orioles. <laughs> That's exactly what I thought. I was like,
0: "What?" In They're fact, trying trying to pad their sports book a bit. <laughs> yeah. In fact,
1: they put the Dodgers at number three on DraftKings. I
0: which is probably inappropriate. The Orioles don't want to pay the guys they have. I know much less that much money for that guy. I'm let's, telling you, man. Let's be honest, Brig. I know. <laughs> it was so funny to me. So
1: basically, baseball family, this what we're trying to tell you is if these lists are any
0: indication, it's that nobody has a freaking clue what's going on. Okay. Well, <laughs> oh, and the thing that the thing that I think is funny is that everybody's saying the Dodgers, just because yeah. they're across town and they have a whole bunch of money. They do. And they I are think, motivated. I think that's it. They're obviously motivated, yeah, for sure. For sure, they've got other holes they got to fill, especially with a guy who's not going to pitch next year. You're you're signing a pitcher who's not going to pitch in 2024. Correct, that's exactly right. And that's something they need. So
1: Jeff Passan, who like passing a basketball, that's how you say his name. In case you didn't know, not Passan. Jeff Jeff Passan. Thank you, (laughs) Jeff Passan. Quote. Ultimately. This will come down to Otani's priorities. If it's money he wants, nobody has more than the New York Mets owner, Steve Cohen. If it's residence in Japan, and we know his culture is big for him. That's not him. That's me. Quote, if it's residence in Japan, no relationship between team and player matches that of Seattle and Ichiro Suzuki, though the notion that the Mariners will pay top dollar for Otani simply is not real at the moment continuing jeff passan his quote (laughs) he said and if it's comfort he can just go back to the angels who gave him relatively carte blanche the past six years that is the most compelling argument for anaheim i've heard to date
0: and those are the three most reasonably laid out teams for him to go to i feel like money the Mets have all of it. They can give him whatever he wants. Yep. Culture, the Mariners. And that's the thing that's made sense to me the entire time is his connection. Right. He loves Ichiro. Yep. Right? He, how do you not?
1: I mean, right. Everybody yeah. loves
0: Ichiro. And comfort. Yeah, absolutely. Going back to Anaheim. But I think he also understands the frustration. And I wonder if that's another part of it is that he can get money and, and some comfort with the Dodgers Correct. by not even moving out of his house, potentially. Could could be, well, and then and... you, you got to figure San Francisco is just not that
1: different, right? It's not that far away. It's not that different, and they, I can see them also giving him lots of rope. The weather is a little different there, though. Yeah, that's true. Hundred percent. I saw San Diego on a list and laughed. Didn't
0: yeah. make any sense to me. <laughs> they got to take a big, take out a big loan to
1: pay for it Yeah, they <laughs> don't have money for anything. I don't understand. No. Are they, they are on trying... any of these
0: three lists? No. Yeah, not, they are. Obviously. DraftKings has them as
1: number oh, DraftKings. six. <laughs> what? A DraftKings what are they doing
0: over there, DraftKings? Is amazing. They're, trying... <laughs> they're trying to manipulate their, their betting on they is what they're doing. It's That's what so this is. Funny, dude. I
1: put them on here. I just was laughing the whole time.
0: I was like, "Whoa, dude!" Well, <laughs> because oh, they've got the Reds and yeah. the Rays. The yeah. Rays at number four, Brig. The Rays don't pay anybody.
1: I know. Here's the, the draft. Are looking Network. for
0: volunteers as ball boys.
1: Here's the here's DraftKings top ten spots for Shohei Ohtani. Baltimore, good from one to ten. Baltimore, Texas, Los Angeles Dodgers, Tampa Bay, Cincinnati, San Diego, the Yankees, San Francisco, Houston, and Atlanta. Like there's like three, there's like three or four of those teams that are even worth considering.
0: Rangers. The rest of them, are and I don't even know if the Rangers really are. Like you got Mad Listen. Max recruiting him, but I don't even know if that's a realistic. It's like somebody just spit it out the other day. Like, you know, I could see him going to the Rangers cause they won a world series. And now everybody's like, yeah,
1: that's of right. Course. That's exactly how it feels to me. There is not a world where I envision Shohei Otani signing a long-term 10 year deal
0: in Texas. I don't get it there. It doesn't work. If the Um, Diamondbacks had won the World Series, they would be on this list. Right.
1: Somebody would be saying the same thing. 100%. And that (laughs) wouldn't make any
0: sense either. Would the visual, though, of Shohei Otani walking through Arlington wearing blue cowboy boots and a red (laughs) cowboy hat, though, just popped (laughs) in my brain, and now I might need to see it. Yeah,
1: that's that's exquisite imagery, (laughs) sir. I am... (laughs) <laughs> Very happy about this. <laughs> Otani to Texas to make it happen. <laughs> so uh, I, I I have to speak as a Yankees fan. I do not see him ending up in pinstripes. I just don't, and it's okay. Uh, everybody wants him. I think all, lots of Yankees fans want him to go there, and and I do too. I mean, how do you not mm-hmm. want that? But I just don't see it happening. I don't think the culture's right. At this current time, right. I don't think the culture's right. I think everybody knows something's rotten and broken, and they're going to stay as far away as possible, unless all they care about is money, which is why we stand a chance to get Juan Soto. But that's for a different day. Yeah. Um. Anyway, I think Seattle's a really compelling argument. But what we haven't talked about is Chicago, because the Cubs pushed really hard for him when he came in to the league especially following Kodai Senga. And I wonder if that might come back out during this negotiation period. They've got a new leadership in the clubhouse. They've got an otherwise balanced team with capabilities. You know, I just wonder. um, This is...
0: Can they afford him? Like, I think anybody would... Be able to afford him if they wanted to. Oh, well, right! That. Like, uh, and that and that is the thing, right? Like, he pays for himself when it comes down to it, right? Yep. And maybe that's why the Padres aren't on here because they need the revenue. Yeah, you know. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> Please come sell us jerseys. Sell <laughs> so jerseys. We don't even care if we need the gates. We need. Gate. <laughs> we, need... <laughs> we will pay you to wear our jersey. How is that?
1: It's like watching. Yeah. Henry Rule inverter, come out there, like, just, <laughs> just, just come, please.
0: <laughs> yeah, oh, but man. yeah, I, I, don't know. I mean that that is kind of the question, right? Is that like, can they afford him? And the answer is, most likely yes, because he pretty much pays for himself with the revenue he brings in, internationally, domestically, everything. Right? I, it feels like it feels weird to me though to have him with the Cubs.
1: Does it feel the same way when
0: you think about the Rangers? You're like, mm. Yeah, because he because he feels like a coastal guy. Like, he's going to pick either the East Coast or the West Coast. And most likely, mm-hmm. I still feel like he's going to stick on the West Coast. Because I think he wants the shortest flight possible to back to Japan whenever he can take it. You yeah. know, which, you know, obviously doesn't get a chance during the season. But when it comes time... Maybe. You know, but also, I don't know, he doesn't feel like a middle like a Midwest guy. Yeah.
1: No, I, I don't disagree with you. I just don't other than just gut feeling. I don't know
0: why. But if he's going to pick a big market, it's either going to be New York or LA. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Couple of contract
1: proposals that I've seen possible contracts are uh, 11 years, 535 million. And I've also seen 10 years, 400 million with an opt out after, somewhere in there
0: after 2024 like that would be really interesting to give him an opt-out super super early to be like just in case you have buyer's remorse yeah we're going to give him the option would that be a a team option option or
1: a or a
0: player if you can't give him as much money as as he's asking for give him the player option for him to just say thanks i'm out
1: yep Especially after he won't have produced any defensive capabilities, he wouldn't have shown any defensive capabilities after that.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: That means he could have opted out just for culture and winning potential alone. Yeah. Wow, that yeah. is if he just hum- went if he inger. went somewhere
0: is like you know what just doesn't feel quite right after a year. Wow. That would be a monumental. Contract. and then and then you know what though brig what? at that point you know what the team can be like we gave it a shot that's right it was on him he can he can be public enemy wherever it was and the that's front true. office is off the hook Ooh,
1: i like that okay but if shohei otani decides to bail from your franchise from your let's say he goes to seattle and he gets a 2024 opt-out and he was like, "Hey, just it. wasn't right or whatever." Yeah, you're telling me that Seattle fans wouldn't be livid.
0: Like, what's oh. wrong with the culture? Right. Why that's that's it... that's the other thing too, right? Like, what did the front office do to him? What they say to him? Yeah. Right. You no, know? but I think that. But would the be front a office can, door. as far as that goes, almost feel like they can wipe their hands of it. You know, but yeah, I, I could deep. see that being the fans' thing, and then maybe they boo him when he comes back. I don't know. Oh,
1: Oh, it's going to get dicey. Okay, let's move on. But let's stay with Japanese players. Because Yoshinobu Yamamoto, in case you don't know, is an absolutely incredible pitcher coming out of Japan. And he posted for free agency today. He is now open for negotiations for what I think is a 45-day period, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. Forty-five days to negotiate a contract. His Japanese records stand at 16 and 6. This is this is for 2023. Alone. Thank you for that. That is a great caveat.
0: 2023,
1: 16 wins, six losses. A one point two one ERA. Let me say that again. A one point two one ERA across. 23 games two of which were complete games one of them was a shutout he gave up 22 earned runs all season long he gave up two only two home runs all season long he walked 28 batters he recorded 169 strikeouts Over 164 innings pitched. I don't understand, but it gets better, worse, or whatever, because he's also posted a 0.884 whip. It's a sub-1 whip. It's not even a sub-1. It's a sub-0.9 whip. <laughs> Brad, what do you do if you're the world and you realize that yeah, the balls are a little different, but this dude is about to show up on your doorstep.
0: You say we got offense, we need pitching. Get on the phone. Yeah. Get there in person. Do what you need to do to get him here because he's got he's gotta be our guy. guy
1: Cashman was in person a few months ago to watch him pitch. And he tossed a perfect game or something like that. It was crazy. Yeah. It wasn't a perfect game that day. Obviously. I
0: think it was a, I, I think it was a no-no or close it no-no. to it or something. Yeah, it was a no-no, yeah. I think. But, yeah.
1: Yeah, and there were a bunch of teams there. We did a report on that. But this dude is going to make a splash as well. Will not be nearly as big as Otani's, but it's going
0: to be a big deal. Yeah. I He might be a better pitcher than Otani, though, to be honest he with might. you. He, yeah the know. problem is, is you're you're guarant- you're almost guaranteed that he's going to need tommy john in like a year yeah um so that's a problem yeah. but if you budget for that and you plan your roster accordingly then it's kind of like okay here we go do you but one of the things i did I did see about him I think he really is like really wants a big market wants to go somewhere big 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 like that's awesome which means I think the Mets and the Yankees have a really good shot at him. Yeah, I think you're
1: right. It feels
0: good for him to end up
1: there. Like it feels, feels like it makes sense. Feels like it makes sense. Yeah, that's what I mean. Okay. Yep. Back to Max Scherzer. Max Scherzer, and then we're gonna take. Oh no, we got more. Okay, let's move fast through Max Scherzer. Max Scherzer is claiming that the pitch clock is causing more severe injuries, not just more injuries, but more severe injuries. Both more and more severe. In fact, on an episode of Foul Territory, the same one we referenced earlier. Um He discussed that pitchers lost time due to injury this this season alone was up 6.1 percent higher than it was last season.
0: So, um, can I just was, say that that sounds like a stat that a Boris client would throw out there?
1: I was just gonna say that's exactly. <laughs> it. I was like, it is up six percent. Okay, it gets better because he went to or cited. I don't know what the relationship is, but he cited two of the most widely acclaimed physicians in this space uh, and got their opinions on this and they agree so uh, dr meister quote saw that the elbow injuries this year were just way more severe if you look at all the data that came across the game that the pitcher injuries arm injuries they are on the high end but the severity of the injuries are much more problematic that's what Max was, Scherzer said,
0: "Doctor Meister, Meister Doctor said that." Quoting Doctor Meister. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Anyway, so, so I think this makes sense. You you brought this up, and I thought for just a minute. I was like, okay. And you know, there there were guys saying this year that like, they were blaming the injuries on the pitch clock. Sure. Kind of like, no, no, no. But then, like, as I took actually the time to think about it and think about the things I have learned in my years in school. Yes, many. This It's really interesting because in high exertion situations, it takes three minutes for your ATP to fully replenish. ATP is like the energy packets, the packets that give you energy, right? The, the particles. Uh, I'm sorry, Maybe, Brad, you're doing it in the wrong voice. The, the ATP <laughs> is what gives your body energy to function. Take three minutes for it to fully replenish after your high exertion activities. Okay, thank this you. This is a real thing. This is a real thing. I, I'll and, pay attention and now. And so but yeah, I'm with you. So <laughs> I was thinking about this. Like, if you're making pitchers pitch every what is it it's like 15 seconds for the pitch clock, and then 24 runners on base. Mm-hmm. They're yeah, it, yeah. It could be 18 this year, but they're going high exertion situation over and over and over again not allowing their body to fully regenerate you think about a long at bat right eight ten pitches yeah yeah going over not giving your body a chance to fully regenerate the the energy that it needs to perform that task at the highest level and you're continuing to push your body to perform that body at the high that task at the highest level and then what happens when you get tired your mechanics start to suffer for sure and then you correct and that's how injuries happen. So it that's makes right. sense to me now. Like I said, just thinking about it for like a minute like, yeah, actually. I don't know. I don't know how I feel about the pitch clock at this very
1: moment, Brig. Baseball family Brad is a much better person and way smarter than the rest of us. It took him one whole minute to figure that out. And the rest of us <laughs> over a year though, Brig. are faster. <laughs> <laughs> we we don't want to see pitchers hurt, but <laughs> We also right. understand that it has really helped a lot of things. So where is the middle ground? I do not know.
0: Right. And that's the thing, you know, like, do you maybe lengthen the pitch clock instead of shortening it, by the way? Yeah. Yeah. Here's I don't the know. thing the that kills Pitch clock me. has been a great thing, but if it's going to cause problems with the game, I don't know. Yeah. The thing for me is that,
1: and you bring this up all the time, the uh the the league already has a deficiency in pitch talent right there's yes. just not enough of yeah. it if you yeah. then attribute or assign or whatever if there's too much injury to the scenario the then then you end up with already
0: that's yeah. right
1: then you end up with really big problems and then you talk about revenue, and you talk about all of the things that th- it does for the excitement and the romance and the drama of the game to have a guy like Max Scherzer be out because he needs an injury uh, dealt with, or you you know how much would we have like to have seen
0: the Rangers with Max Scherzer and Jacob Degrom in their and rotation? J- exactly, exactly. Be- so when you factor all of that in, it is an
1: enormous opportunity cost. Mm-hmm. That is going to have long-term
0: implications on the game itself. Yeah, and there and it has potentially pushed some guys out of the league. Like Alec Manoa has not been able to pitch at all with the pitch clock. And yes, there have been some conversations about his conditioning and things like that that have attributed to, attributed to it. But even physically, like maybe he just cannot pitch with the pitch clock. Yeah. I don't know.
1: Well, it's interesting, and we're going to keep an eye on it. Um, But baseball family, speaking of guys being phased out and not being able to handle the pitch clock, um, Bartolo Colon is just as a reminder is on the Hall of Fame ballot this year. So that dude, I don't think would have been able to hang in there with the pitch clock. No, I don't (laughs) think so. I mean, maybe if he got that help that he got, right? Yeah, he definitely got some help. I don't know. We'll see. But. Just so you know, the Hall of Fame ballot does include a few new names, and those names are interesting.
0: We did we
1: have we talked about this before, Brad? I think
0: we talked about it a little bit when it first came out, but yeah, that's it. Okay, well, let's just go through it again, just in case.
1: And for those of okay. you who are listening, this is what or new to the show. This is what's going on: uh, Adrian Beltrade, Joe Mauer, Chase Utley, David Wright, Big Sexy, Bartolo Colon, Matt Holliday. Jose Bautista, Adrian Gonzalez, Jose Ramirez, Victor Ron- Martinez, James Shields, and Brandon Phillips are all newcomers on this year's Hall
0: of Fame ballot. Go, Brad. And maybe Matt Holliday will touch home plate on his way to the Hall of Fame ceremony.
1: I knew you were- I was so excited. I was like, I saw you lean forward. You were- It's like, like a oh, it He's block. lobbing it up for me. Got to knock it out of the park. I'm like, oh, man. I just threw him an EFIS pitch. I can't believe he hit it. <laughs> crushed it.
0: He crushed it.
1: <laughs> oh, my word. That is Brad's favorite joke in the history of jokes.
0: <laughs> Brig, I will never, ever, ever forget that. I like know. they should have a home plate. If he gets voted in, they should have ho- a home plate sitting up there on the stage and make him touch it with his hand before he comes up and gives. his speech. <laughs> I would 100,000% make that happen. A gold plated home plate. Just like a, like a one that matches
1: the plaque.
0: Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Put it on the ground and say, touch that before you give your speech, please, sir. And I bet you, I bet you Brig. enough time has passed that he'd be like, yeah, I didn't touch home plate.
1: Yeah, I'll bet you're right. I'm sure he would admit. Especially if it was somebody like, you know, Joe Torrey, who would be able to laugh about it with him or something like Griffey, who's in, you know, in the club now and whatever. That would be that would be really fun. (laughs) I would dig that. Okay, Uh, last thing before we take a break. The Diamondbacks revamped their uniforms again. It has been a grand total of 45 seconds since they did it the first time. Uh, if you'll remember the the diamondbacks (laughs) went it was a relatively subtle change but they removed all of that sort of gradient pixelated Mm -hmm. snakeskin looking thing from the shoulders um, of their uniforms which i thought were pretty slick but apparently not
0: so it's funny though because you see those around town now. now though and like they are not they don't look nearly as clean as what they do now like especially with really the, with the red or the black yeah yeah it, it feel it already feels outdated just seeing ah, that stuff around town cool
1: cool that's cool oh. i'm glad
0: but here's it the did have stuff. a very early 2000s feel to it yes it did here's the new stuff so they went with the the big a right on the left breast of the jersey for their home white which looks a little cream to it me it right off white yeah I like it, Fit, very fitting for the desert because nothing stays white in the desert. <laughs> yeah. um, and then you've got the their black alternate has the same a, and this is the thing that they've done. This is the big thing they've done with these is everything is outlined in turquoise now. They've gotten okay. rid of the Vegas gold; it's all outlined in turquoise. And I don't like it against the red because it clashes. It's terrible. It's not good. Like if they kept the Vegas gold and did all this stuff, I would be all for all of it but I don't like the turquoise with the red, um, but they've got their red alternate. Uh, it, it says D backs across the front black writing again, outlined in turquoise. And then the gray is their Arizona font with like the, the fangs on the ends of the a love that. I always uh, love that. It. So cool. And that's in red. That's actually, it looks like it's outlined in black and that's on their grays, but they have no. It's turquoise. It's yeah, is a it turquoise. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. So, but they haven't, variations of their hats let's talk about the hats for just a minute
1: Oh please
0: okay. okay so first off they have the the a right the red a with the turquoise outline they have it on all black cap Fabulous. they also have it it's so clean on the black i love yeah. it but they also have it on red a red crown with a black visor and now this year they wore this hat and I loved it because it had the Vegas gold and it had black and it really popped and it looked yeah. amazing. But I, yeah. I, I, again, the turquoise against the red. Just
1: it's terrible. Nothing. I I was so livid when I saw that home cap. I was like, dude, I don't know what is happening. I'm still mad. Yeah. I'm and I was mad. thinking,
0: I was thinking I should have picked myself up a black one this year, an all black hat, and it's going to be tougher to find now. But then they also have these alternate and like these road hats that have the, the D snake and they have black with a red visor and yeah. then they have all red with a black snake that's outlined in turquoise. And I don't love that D logo. Like I'm all about like the snake head and the A, but it looks yeah. like they're pretty much going away from the snake head, except for it was like a tertiary logo now because it's on the yeah. jersey. It's on the sleeve. But yeah, they are not doing hats anymore, which bums me out. But this is what I thought was really cool, Brig. They're home whites. They're given two variations with the hat there. They'll go with the red the red crown and the black visor, but they'll all go, also go with the all black. And it looks so good. The yeah, all black the- with the home white. I agree. I don't know who approved
1: the red cap with the black visor and the turquoise against it, but they need to get fired i'm so fired up about this i'm so angry so the other thing too is the
0: this is the thing the last one. so ahead. real quick so like i agree with you because and this is a big thing like they have two different colors of snake d's cuz the one on the black crown is like yeah. that old school gold or whatever yeah. it is that i have they should have done like black like re- like inverted the colors yeah. On the red crown and not just had a red a against a red crown. Cause it's all the same color. All you're yeah. seeing is black and a little bit of turquoise. Yep. Yeah. So,
1: I uh, so the, uh, the home whites are really fascinating to me because vintage is in all yeah. around major league baseball right now. Mm-hmm. And it's great. And I think the best of them are the, the twins, honestly, the twins, mm-hmm. their home alternates are with the two, it says Twin Cities in script.
0: I remember when those came out, we were both kind of oh, like, oh, man. it just seems so plain, but looking at them on the field, man, I know. They're good. I, so this kind of leans that way
1: for me, keeps all the roots nice. I love the Sedona red. I've always loved it. I love the mm-hmm. turquoise if it's used appropriately. And here on the jersey, it is. It's fabulous. And it's a nod to the culture and all that stuff. I think it's mm-hmm. great. Um, and I love
0: that it's cream or off white or whatever the color yeah. it is. So then they've got the red alternate, and they're going with either the red, the all red hat with the black snake and the turquoise outline, or the black crown with the red visor. Um, and I okay, I don't, I don't hate these jerseys. I like the jerseys, but that red cap is terrible. It is, and the D logo period. I feel like is just it, it it's awkwardly shaped.
1: I feel it like. is. And I wore that logo in Little League a hundred yeah. million years ago, when it was black and rose gold—kind of that really rich gold—and
0: mm-hmm.
1: there was turquoise and purple and all the things. That I think that out. I
0: think that's what that is—the rose gold on the black crown.
1: Yeah, I think you're right. Anyway, I I don't know, man. I'm. I think if you were gonna go retro, go retro, like. <laughs> Where's the purple? If you're gonna have this much turquoise, bring the purple. Where's the purple with the pinstripes, man? I'm still mad. I'm still like, if you do a whole rollout and you don't bring back an alternate that's one of your home, I I want vests with purple sleeves, pinstripes, and turquoise, man. I'm so angry. Ah, they missed it. You're absolutely right to scoop up all the old fans and donate a bunch of nostalgia to the new fans that are coming up especially with all the talent, especially with all of the hype going on. They had a World Series appearance. This is the time to link the generations. And I think that's where they were trying to go with that D logo, but they Mm -hmm.
0: blew it. Yeah. You're spot on. I'll be okay. (laughs) He'll be okay. But no, (laughs) I I think you're right. They missed an opportunity with uh, with the purple. They needed to bring it out and put it there somewhere, but they didn't. Too much turquoise, not enough purple. Correct. Anywho, before we get into our break, let's talk about Versus Game. Baseball family, we're always asking what you think about the topics we bring up on the show. Let us know what you think about the d backs uniforms, by the way. And now you have, you have an even quicker and easier way to share your thoughts. We partnered with Versus Game to bring you games where you can earn prizes from participating in polls, trivia, and predictions. So if you're on the winning side of a poll or get a trivia question right or a prediction right, you have an opportunity to win real, super cool prizes. So you can play for free and have an opportunity to win prizes every single week. Head to btpod.onverses.com on your mobile browser and sign up and play our polls and trivia games. Again, that's btpod.onversus.com to sign up and play Versus game with us. We're going to take a quick break. When we get back, we will be wrapping up the 2023 MLB season. Welcome back, baseball family. Thank you for taking a quick break with us. Uh, We're going to get in and wrap up the 2023 MLB season. Uh, We're going to go through all the awards. We talked a little bit about them last week, uh, and we're going to revisit our meaningless predictions from the very beginning of the season. Uh, So if you went through those with us, we can, I mean, we're going to play them so you get to see exactly what we said, and we'll talk about it a little bit (laughs) and share our thoughts and feelings about what happened, what exactly went down. So okay, first let's go through player awards. Let's start with the MVP. Um, Brig. Uh let's see here. These I didn't put these in order. So here is your National League MVP. Who did you say?
1: In the NL, I got Trey Turner.
0: You had Trey Turner. I have my National League MVP is also Trey Turner. Ooh. Hmm. You know, no, it didn't. And we were both (laughs) we were both like victims of the moment because he was so hot in the World Baseball Classic. I think there were some growing pains in Philly that he went through. And the fact that Acuna was otherworldly. Dude, nobody, nobody was going to touch touch Acuna. He was unanimous
1: NL MVP this year. In case you didn't know baseball family, He, he won the whole thing for sure.
0: Yes, he did. All right. So here's the AL MVP. Julio! (laughs) <laughs> I freaking oh. wish. <laughs> no. Here's mine. American League, I'm going with Otani. Go! Oh, one One point for Shohei the Bradmaster. Otani, your unanimous AL MVP. And I know, I went off of that late, right? Yeah. Uh, saying that it should be Corey Seager since he finished the season was the only reason they got to the playoffs. And I think that maybe some voters should next year look at that. <laughs> because... I know, I know, and we say it all the time, Otani could literally win this award every single year. Yeah. Because he has two players wrapped into one, but uh, I think eventually we're going to get some voter voter fatigue on Otani.
1: Yeah, one day. It'll be in 2024 when he doesn't pitch as well. That's what's going to happen.
0: You're probably right. That's going to be what happens. All right, let's move on to the Cy Young. Okay. Brig, your NL Cy Young. In the National League, I'm going to give it to Sandy Alcantara. Ooh, no. that oh, he's come. been injured all year, but hiding it. Sorry, that's not going to happen. Yeah. If you're yeah. doing I got to find mine. Uh, my and Al Young In the National League, I have Corbin Burns. No. Not even close. <laughs> <laughs> Just a bit outside. <laughs> exactly right. That's exactly right. Um, for those of you who don't know, Blake Snell won it in the National League, and rightfully yeah. so. He had an incredible year. Yeah, he tore it up for he sure. Did. Uh so Brig your AL Cy Young.
1: In the American League, I have Dylan Cease.
0: Oh. <laughs> oh. I, oh. Good. Decent year. Decent year for Cease. He's yeah, on the but... trade block. He's gonna end up with a contender, but not a Cy Young year. No. I don't think you were as far off as I was, though. As far as the AL Cy Young goes. I'm gonna stick with Luis Castillo. I think he finished Ooh. top five though, did he? Yeah. Well, it was Garrett Cole by a landslide, by a landslide, and another guy, rightfully so. I it, I don't think it was close with either of these guys, to be honest. No. And I don't think it should have no. been. No, I agree. Um, so, Brig, get re- get your counter ready because we're going to go into the uh, manager of the year. Let's go. Let's start with the National League managers of the year. Who did you have in the National League? It's the same thing. I got to go with Skip Schumacher in Miami.
1: Oh, blue, blue. I
0: nailed it. Point for break. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Who did I have? In the National League, Bob Melvin. Not Bob, Bob Melvin.
1: Melvin. <laughs> you did not. It was not Bob Melvin.
0: No, it was not. Uh no, It was no. Skip. It was Skip Schumacher, and rightfully so, again. No. And it was, I think it, he won it for the reason you said, because I went back through and listened to all this, and you said because of what he's going to do with what he has. Yeah. I think that had a lot to do with it. That makes sense. Wow. All right, we look. Let's I look think I backed AL. off of
1: that one a few weeks ago, though, didn't I?
0: You did, yeah, because you said, "Well, before, like, when the finalists came out." Yeah, who did
1: I say? I, I, don't I know. can't
0: remember who you said, but, um, but I also like it was funny though because I said Schumacher when the finalists came out. Yeah, you did. For the exact same reason that you said back before, but i forgot forgotten <laughs> that that's why you had said it. Like I, was, <laughs> I was watching this, and I was like, oh, man, yeah. that <laughs> We agreed just, wow, eight months apart. Like six months, but <laughs> yeah, eight months apart. <laughs> <laughs> All right, here's the AL manager, manager of the year. Bruce Bochy in Texas. You were close. Oh, I was close. American League manager of the year. I'm gonna go with John Schneider. <laughs> oh no! No 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 <laughs> no no no! no, <laughs> Not even a little bit. <laughs> no, no. Thank you. The, um, the, Blue, the Blue Jays are gonna be so much better this year. I did too. I was really but, shocked. I mean, I'm not. I like. I'm shocked. I'm not. I don't want to say I'm disappointed because I'm not, but I'm definitely shocked with how it went. That's fair.
1: So, that's a fair representation of how I'm feeling as well. It was Brandon Hyde, by the way, for those of you that didn't know. Brandon Hyde won the American
0: League Manager of the Year. And looking back on it, I don't know how we didn't see that coming. Cuz yeah, we knew we, I think we both knew the Orioles were going to be good this year. I did. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. I think we both definitely did. Yeah. Not this good. No. No. Good. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. No. No, no. <laughs> All right, let's talk. So I talked about Rookie of the Year last year, but let's go ahead and revisit it uh, last week. you mean? Yeah, that's, I mean, last week, whatever. It feels like last year. But anyway, so yeah. here is the NL Rookie of the Year from both of us.
1: I think Corbin Carroll's going to win it in the National League.
0: I have him as my National League Rookie of the okay. Year. Yes! Nailed it. Oh, uh, yeah. There. Yeah. That one was easy, I felt like. Yeah um let's find your al rookie of the year real quick where'd you go um i don't think i don't think either of us got it right actually i know neither of us got it right here's mine my american league guy is anthony volpe it was not anthony volpe it was not because i think you chose anthony volpe too i can't find your american league rookie of the year brig pretty sure you said volpe as well though it's possible yeah um but no instead who was it brig it was Gunnar Henderson. Gunnar Henderson. Yes, it was. Baltimore. And yeah. Both were unanimous because they yeah. both had standout years. And this is the thing, Volpe had a good year. It just wasn't
1: that good. No, it yeah. wasn't. He struggled too much at the plate for it to be a for it to be a rookie of the year campaign.
0: Yeah. It just did. Yeah, exactly. I think I missed mm-hmm. your rookie of the year, so I don't see I don't see it on here anywhere. Well, I'm giving myself a point then. <laughs> because, <you> know, <laughs> I had no proof to say that you didn't choose Volpe, or did you uh, Pick uh, Gunner uh, Henderson.
1: Yeah, <laughs> I may have picked Gunner Henderson. I don't you know. Did. I don't I don't so. I, you didn't.
0: We both picked <laughs> Anthony Dude, Volpe. Come on. Man. <laughs> anyway, all right. Let's move on to the playoffs and, and division. Okay. So we did predict our division winners like we do every single year, mm-hmm. and so <laughs> we'll start with we'll start with the NL East. Start the NL East. Okay. We have both of our predictions here. This is the winners of these are the division winners. Now we didn't go all the way down the list this year. So I have the Braves at the NL East. It's going to be the Mets. I got the Braves. One point for the Brad. That's like right.
1: Jack Brad. I Boy, I messed that one up. But so did the Mets. I was going to say, okay. but
0: you, you and like everybody else, right? Yeah. You were yeah. not the everybody. only one who said the Mets nope but i was not sold um nl central here we go central? NL central cards cards yeah Ooh, wrong a row swinging a miss
1: <laughs> <laughs> we were not even close <laughs> we were that we were so like we were so off bob gibson might as well have hit us in the face with a fastball
0: <laughs>
1: that's how far
0: off we were yeah not yet. And no, only yeah.
1: because we couldn't see and neither could he. And that's fine.
0: Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> and then the NL West. I think we were both way off on this one, too. I know I was. The West. The Friars. I've got the Padres. I do, too. I have the Padres oh as well. Oh, dude.
1: <laughs> that's I wanted the
0: Padres it. to be good so badly. <laughs> so
1: everybody else did, too. Everybody did. Well, they
0: should have been. They should have been good. All that talent and nothing to show for it. Okay, here's my AL East. The AL East, I have the Blue Jays winning, and I don't think it's going to be close. Oh, oh, oh no. <laughs> yeah, that was not a good prediction. Um, I don't see your AL East in here, though, Brig. You know, probably I'm going to blame StreamYard on this because I feel like sometimes stuff gets deleted. Right. right,
1: we upload it and it, yeah. Yeah, yeah, that
0: yeah. I don't know. I'm going to check real quick because I have them all in a folder. Um am going to see if go. I can find yours. There it is. You had, you had the Blue Jays as well. Oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So neither of us were right. Okay, uh, on to the AL Central, am I right?
1: Yeah.
0: Okay, we have both of us here. AL Central, who do you have? Cleveland. Me too. No. It was closer, closer than it probably should have been. Yeah. Yeah. It definitely was not Cleveland. Oh, man, dude. And here is our, both of us for the AL West. And the West. The Mariners. I have the Mariners winning the AL West as well. Wah, <laughs> oh, Missed it by like a game and a half, like two games.
1: Yeah, but, yeah, yeah, it
0: was. It, that's why it was so disappointing. <laughs> yeah, I know. And this is the thing: is that like I think I think I talked about this before, or maybe it was when we recorded another episode over the weekend. But I was riding that twenty nineteen prediction so hard. Yeah, so hard that I was sticking you, to my guns.
1: You had us all going, man,
0: and I had everybody going with me, <laughs> drinking the Kool Aid. That was. I'm, tasty curious Kool-Aid, Kool-Aid, I'm curious what else I could. I'm curious what else I could have gotten you guys to believe, though. Well, like, it, the Kool Aid was fabulous. So I'm
1: probably, yeah. <laughs> a little deviled egg, maybe a rotisserie chicken.
0: I brought the whole spread,
1: a little cranberry <laughs> sauce.
0: <laughs> That's right. Um, okay, let's move on. Well, so we have our wild card picks. Okay. Um, I have my AL wild card picks here. I'm I'm not seeing. Oh, here we go. Both of our AL wild card picks. So wild card teams. Um, I have the Astros. The Orioles and Yankees. So I have the Yankees, Astros, Twins. You had Yankees, Astros,
1: twins. twins. Two of those teams made it to the playoffs. Yeah, <laughs> the, the Astros card. ended up yeah.
0: winning the division on the last day of the season. Yeah, and then the Twins won their division. Yeah, but not as wild card teams. Right. Yep. Yeah. Here's the here are NL, NL wild card teams.
1: Okay, the additional three wildcard teams are going to be the Braves, the Dodgers, the Phillies.
0: I have the Mets, Dodgers, and Brewers. Ooh. I had the Brewers ended up winning their division, they were a playoff team. But the Mets. Phillies
1: were a the Phillies were a wild,
0: card a wild team. team. Yeah. I get another point. Nice. You do get another point. <laughs> we you are good. tied
1: at 3 points apiece. Oh, baseball family. Okay. Next are our
0: World Series predictions. And I'm going to tell you right now, Brig, this is the end of the points. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So here's your World Series prediction. They advance to
1: the World Series where they face off against the New York Mets, who do, in fact, met the bed in the World Series, loses to the Mariners. Okay. The Mariners didn't play the mets because none of them played anybody in the playoffs
0: so that worked that's right yeah they played as many (laughs) playoff games as we did brig yeah zero for those of you (laughs) keeping track and here's my world series prediction as you can guess i had the mariners against so obviously (laughs) i have the mariners winning the world series i've been saying it for four years now this is the year it's going to happen they're going to beat the padres no, no. Ooh. The Padres swing played exactly Mets, as many swing. games as the Mariners did in the playoffs. So And the Mets. <laughs> <laughs> and the Mets and you and I. Yes. We all have that in common. Yeah. And the Yankees, by the way. Oh yeah. There you go. Oh, that's dumb. I hate that part of this conversation. <laughs> and you know, so the one of the big takeaways from this brig that, that I saw, like watching this whole thing, I'm gonna just play one of these and just see if anybody who's watching can notice this before I bring it to everybody's attention. And the West. The Mariners. I have the Mariners winning the AL West as well. My beard is probably four inches shorter, and I think your hair is about that much longer. I don't know than it was. It's, it might be six inches longer now. It might it be six then. inches longer. Should I? Should Should we do this real quick? <laughs> we do this? Yeah, that's considerable. Look at longer. that. <laughs> <laughs> Look at that salad. That's like a yeah. salad. <laughs> my beard was like here.
1: Yeah. Well, so, and you've yeah. trimmed it significantly from where it has been this year. I
0: did. Well, yeah, I trimmed it back in July. Yeah, yeah so got a little bit more growth on it, but. <laughs> <laughs> no, I was like, wow, that beard is like tight and trim and your hair was high and tight. It was. It's a long time for those both to grow. So, we talked about meaningless predictions. Is there was there any big surprise for you this year, Brig, in the 2023 season?
1: Um I mean, not the other than we've already discussed like the Mets were
0: bad. That Padres was, were really bad. Padres were but bad. The Padres, like really in September, though, like the middle of September, were like, "Wait a minute! Like we're not like out of this yet." Yeah, you know, like like Josh Hader was like, "We're at us this. I'm not pitching." But the rest of the yeah. team was like, "We like have a shot at this." And then they yeah. decided to start winning.
1: I think that weird. the the Rays' uh, epic slowdown after their thirteen and zero win and then or winning opening the season thirteen and zero that was amazing but then uh and then what was it they were like in first place for like 100 years and then suddenly they just weren't and mm. they never really recovered i think that was a huge surprise i i was waiting for the season the regular season win record to break uh, and that mm. didn't happen um another big surprise for me was I'm, some of the injuries were were really disappointing. I don't know if they were necessarily big surprises, but they were massive mm-hmm. disappointments. Like Jacob Degrom, when he's healthy, dude is out of this world good. Like he's unbelievably mm-hmm. good. But gosh, he just cannot stay healthy, and that bothers me. Um, Aaron Judge, his time out bothered me. Um, his was weird too. It was weird. Yeah, I don't look. But yeah. I mean, there's, there was a lot of disappointment uh, and there was a lot of, of unexpected sort of surprise stuff. What
0: about you? What do you think? One of the pleasant surprises was the Diamondbacks because you and I, I remember going into the season, you and I were both like, they're not going to be real good, but they're, they're going to be close to 500 team. They're going to make a lot of teams really upset toward the end of the year. I remember that specifically, like that conversation. And I was really pleasantly surprised about the start that they had. But then after the All-Star break, when they really struggled, I was like, oh, here we go. Regression to the mean. Right. Yeah. And yeah. it kind of was. And then they had to fight their way into the playoffs. But then we shouldn't have been surprised at the run that they made in the playoffs because they were really good at the beginning of the season. They were in first place in the NL West for a little while. For a while. Yeah. You know, yeah. so like we, sh- we really shouldn't have been super surprised about that because we knew what they were capable of. It's just a matter of getting back to that. And they did for a while. And then the magic kind of ran out against the Rangers, right? Yeah, yeah. The Rangers who have been surprisingly consistent all year long, relying on the long ball, which was another yeah. surprise for me was I, I kept waiting for it. These bats are going to cool down. The pitching is going to catch up and it's going to be the Both same Rangers, the but it wasn't right. I had the same thought. I could but, put that and, as one of my surprises and disappointments as an AL West fan. One of my disappointments is that
1: the uh the none of the teams that committed to playing small ball stealing bases dropping a bunt bloop singles that kind of thing manufacturing runs that those teams didn't do better um that was a disappointment like yeah I just need more of that
0: so and that's something okay interesting to think about with the playoffs is um the cold weather cities didn't do well. Philly did. Yeah, yeah Philly, Philly did. did. Philly did well. But like Milwaukee, no. Yeah. Um, the Dodgers didn't do great, but they were playing against a fellow warm weather city. Yeah. The Astros and the Rangers did well. The Twins didn't do well. The Orioles didn't do well. The Toronto certainly didn't do well. No. Interesting. Right. And so it's, it is really interesting to look at the weather in these cities and think about like, okay, going into October, it cools down significantly. It's almost overnight. Like here at Phoenix, they say, yeah. you just got to get to Halloween. And it's like 95 Ooh. degrees after the sun goes down while you're trick-or-treating on Halloween. And then the next day at 75 degrees, yeah. November 1st, you know, it's crazy. And I feel like yeah. everywhere else that happens on Labor Day and you, or even October 1st, if yeah. you're a little bit farther south. And yeah. so you're starting to get, you, immediately, you're like, well, okay, bats are cool. Not gonna hit the home runs we did. Yeah. Right. So yeah. it's it's really interesting that though that those cold weather cities don't, or at least this year didn't do as well. It's something I think I'm gonna pay attention to more as we go forward. Watch style that's of play thought. and where they're located come October.
1: Yeah, that's a really good thought. And if they can build on it,
0: mm-hmm.
1: you yeah. know, if it's if it's something they have to adjust.
0: For October, or if it's something that they can carry into October, yeah, yep. Um, another like a disappointment for me, obviously, was Seattle. I had huge expectations, obviously, yeah. going into the season. Um, but the big like blow for me came really early with Robbie Ray. At that point, my brother-in-law, I was I was visiting family, and my, my brother-in-law is like, "So you still think the Mariners are going to win it?" And it happened. Like I think Robbie Ray went down like three days before. That. I was like, "Nope, mm-hmm. not going to happen." Yeah. Need everybody to stay healthy, especially him, and it's not gonna happen. Yeah. So and the disappointed started, disappointment started there and just went downhill until the all-star break. <laughs> and then finally things went up. <laughs> A little late, But yeah, they did. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yep, yeah, exactly. Um, I don't know. The honestly, I was shocked that the Rangers won the World Series. Me too. Shocked that the D backs, like I said, shocked the D backs were there. Yeah. But I was absolutely pleasantly surprised that they beat the, the Astros and they even got to the world series. Same because yeah, I figured as soon as, as soon as the Astros clinched their spot in the AL West or in the ALCS I was like, here we go again, another Astros world series. That's you what know? I thought. That's what
1: I thought too. Yeah. Um, on a not necessarily major league baseball related topic, but still a baseball topic. Uh, a tremendous thing that happened this year was the success of the Savannah bananas. Just when you thought it couldn't get any better, it did. And just when you thought they couldn't get any bigger, they did. Just when you thought they wouldn't be able to announce anything cooler or more exciting or more revolutionary, they did. And it is so much fun to watch. I see Savannah Bananas t-shirts and jerseys and hats seemingly every time I leave the house. Oh, I'm sure where you you are, yeah. Yeah, certainly, or especially when it's a baseball-related activity of any kind. You go down to Truist Park, especially in Atlanta, and you have a lot of Savannah Bananas gear there as well. It is really fun. And now they've announced uh, uh, their world tour is now expanded to, like, way more cities with much bigger
0: audiences they're, and, and they're playing in big league parks in some of right? places they've got yes, three so teams good. now they've got the firefighters instead of just the bananas and the party animals yeah uh, yeah it's unreal the growth that we've seen with with them over even just like the last year it's insane it's, that's
1: what i mean it's been yeah. like one year of explosive
0: popularity and growth and it's so mm. cool love it it is it is super cool. Yeah, that's been a lot of fun to watch, and I think it's it's going to be a lot of fun to continue to watch, um, just because Jesse's a brilliant entertainer and oh yeah, and a brilliant mind for st- just putting together an amazing show. So it's going to be yeah. interesting to watch. Yeah, he's killing really cool. it. Yeah. Happy yeah. for them. Yep. Well, that's I mean that's really the twenty twenty three season in a nutshell, right there. Yeah. Uh, if there's anything you feel like we missed, let us know in the comments, anything that you were super surprised by, disappointed by. I Brig, I was, like I said, the Rangers, you were calling it going into the season. I know you were yeah. saying next year, but you're saying something's going on down in Arlington. I did, yeah. I didn't want to buy into it, but I really should have. <laughs> <'Cause> you, <laughs> saw, you saw what I didn't want to see. <laughs> yeah,
1: well, yeah. I'm just I'm feeling a little bit smug, but I I kind of cooled off on them just to be honest. Uh, we all did, especially when Degrom went down. But then things turned themselves around. Anyway, what I would been wanting to say is, baseball family, stick with us because this is not our full recap of the 2023 season. We do have our best and worst moments of 2023 coming out in a future episode, and it's not going to take very long till we drop that one. So right. stay tuned for that because that is. I feel like that was that was a fun list for me to compile. And it gave yeah. me a sort of a more broad view um, of specific
0: moments throughout the season that I that I thought were great and, and not so great. Yeah, for sure. So drop your drop some of your surprises, disappointments, some of the predictions that you had or didn't have. I don't know. You don't you don't even need receipts. Just let us know. Just drop yeah. in a comment. Let us know what you, what you thought was going to happen. And if you called the World Series champion in February, let us know because that's awesome and exciting. But baseball family, don't forget to like, subscribe, rate, and review. Subscribe down here on YouTube. If that's where you're watching, hit the button down there as it sparkles and lights up as I say subscribe. Mm-hmm. Uh, hit the like button as well as that sparkles as I say that. Uh, but baseball family, again, thank you so much for joining us, and we will catch you next week.